Welcome to our Tuesday protocol series. I'm so excited that Teresa Brothers is here today to tell us about her testimony and her personal experience on learning to work with her body. And uh, I'll let her tell her story. So, Teresa, do you want to introduce what you were told? what they thought you have, and then I will play, I will roll the clip. <laughs> Unmute myself. Um, so it just started out as a whole array of things and nobody could ever figure out what it was. It, it was years of inflammation and um, painful joints from knee, hip, TMJ, my job, um, then I would get these flamed lymph nodes that would just look like the Nutty Professor, like Professor Klopp with this big neck. And they never figured out what that was. And then it was just constantly not knowing what was wrong with me. It was really stressful. Um, skin breakouts and my hands and feet would just like totally swell up. And I would have like bladder infections. So I keep going and getting uh, antibiotics for like a whole year. I was just constantly, I would go pee in the cup. They'd say you have bacteria, give me another antibiotic. So during that time, I was just degrading my health by not knowing what the problem was. And then I smartened up and figured some more things out on my own and did blood work and different things. Um, I started seeing like particles in my urine. It looked like somebody like sprinkled parsley or pep black pepper when I would go urinate. And then I went to the doctor and I told him they thought I was absolutely crazy. So they sent me for a CAT scan and it turned out that there is a, there was a fistula connecting the ilium of my small intestine and the upper dome of my bladder so like a little opening so tiny little particles were getting in and they couldn't believe that I figured that out on my own my doctor was like you are medical intuitive <laughs> and so then I just started going to a gastroenterologist and then they wanted to do immunosuppressants and steroids anti-inflammatories and I had started at this point I have been on ER for so long I've done all this to build my immune system it just didn't make any sense to degrade it and then I started seeing a vitality-based chiropractor and um, just doing so much research and I have a stack of books that I'll show you in a little bit that I got a lot of inspiration from and that's basically how it happened, and now I'm in remission. So their diagnosis for you was Crohn's? Yes. That's what they, that's the name they put on it. Um, so I'm going to play a clip for you guys. If you have ever turned on a TV, you've probably seen this clip. Um, and this is what... Uh, Teresa, not on essential rewards and not aware of the fact that there's all kinds of ways to approach a body. This is what she would have assumed was her path. Okay, so I'm going to play this clip real quick. Let me share my screen with you. Oh, let me. 
pull it up here. I think I can do it this way. All right, so the the average person, this is what what we're told is our option. Sorry, I'm gonna start it over. <laughs> With my moderate to severe Crohn's disease, I kept looking for ways to manage my symptoms. I thought I was doing okay. Then it hit me. Managing was all I was doing. When I told my doctor, I learned Humira is for people who still have symptoms of moderate to severe Crohn's disease, even after trying other medications. In clinical studies, the majority of people on Humira saw significant symptom relief, and many achieved remission. Humira can lower your ability to fight infections, including tuberculosis. Serious, sometimes fatal infections and cancers, including lymphoma, have happened. This have blood, liver, and nervous system problems, serious allergic reactions, and new or worsening heart failure. Before treatment, tested for TB. Tell your doctor if you've been to areas where certain fungal infections are common. And if you've had TB, hepatitis B, are prone to infections, or have flu-like symptoms or sores, don't start Humira if you have an infection. Just managing your symptoms? Ask your gastroenterologist about Humira. With Humira, remission is possible. <clears throat> okay, so I did a little bit of research on Humira. I don't know if this is one that they suggested to you. I believe it is an um, immunosuff immunosuppressant, as you referred to. Um, a little Isn't it methotrexate? No, but methotrexate is often one that they're on at the same time. But people Okay, because methotrexate is, is a chemo drug. Yeah, pretty much everyone who's on this and methotrexate died. So, um, notice in the commercial they show a beautiful woman and her past self. My husband. Going to the bathroom and having stomach pains. And now they're showing her eating junk food and as a successful, you know, TV exec or whatever, running the show, telling people where to go and just being this total boss babe. So they're, um, you know, wanting to get into that, <clears throat> you know, mindset. <laughs> so the, uh, they went pretty quickly through the side effects on there, but, um, it lowers ability to fight infections. These are the ones listed in the commercial. It lowers your ability to fight infections and serious and sometimes fatal infections, including lymphoma, occur. People in the study have also developed blood, liver, and nervous system problems. There were some serious allergic reactions and new or worsening failures. You have to get tested for TB first. Um, a lot of people on this drug developed TB and other infections, presumably because they were exposed to something and weren't able to fight it. Um, if you have fungal infections, or like if you've lived in certain places in Mississippi or Ohio, you, where you could be prone to fungal infections, you have to tell them. Um, and you can't start it if you have any infections, which is ironic because they say, tell your doctor if you have any signs of infection, including fever or chills, warm red or painful skin sores on your body, muscle aches, diarrhea or stomach pain, uh, cough, burning when you urinate, or increase, increased frequency of urination, shortness of breath, extreme fatigue, or weight loss. Correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't some of those symptoms of Crohn's? Hiya! 
Um, so uh, taking Humira or other TNF blockers may increase your risk for certain types of cancer, including basal cell and squamous skin cell cancer. Children, teens, and young adults taking the drugs have developed unusual cancers. If you have rheumatoid arthritis, which is one of the things Humira is prescribed for, um, is rheumatoid arthritis. Camille, it's actually what most of their um, advertising is for, is RA. Um, but if you have it, you may be more likely to develop lymphoma, a cancer of a part of the immune system. Uh, this just sounds like so much fun. Um, let your doctor know if you're going to have any surgery or if you're going to get any vaccinations. If you're allergic to rubber or latex, um, you cannot get live vaccines while you are taking Humira, including yellow fever, MMR, varicella, flu mist, or shingles vaccine. Um, it's an injectable drug, so with Crohn's, but Jacob, you would inject it um, into your thigh or belly. Jacob, what did I just say? Yes, um, every other week. Um, as the, okay, Jacob, get off of me. Sit down. Um, the cost of Humira, like many other anti-rheumatic drugs, has risen sharply, which is interesting because as demand increases, the price is spiking and it's weird. Why would RA be increasing in such young people? Um, the Humira cost increase came right before the drug's patent was set to expire. These were just pharmaceutical industry observers who noted this. The annual cost of using Humira or drugs like Humira can exceed $20,000. And lymphomas and other malignancies, some fatal, have been reported in children and adolescent patients. Post-marketing cases of a hepatosplenic T-cell lymphoma, a rare type of T-cell lymphoma, have been reported in patients treated with TNF blockers, including Humira. These cases have had a very aggressive disease course and have been fatal. The majority of reported TNF blocker cases have occurred in patients with Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis, and the majority were in adolescent and young males. Ingredients, the active ingredient, adalimumab, not sure how to pronounce it, citric acid monohydrate, dibasic sodium phosphate dihydrate, mannitol monobasic sodium phosphate dihydrate, polysorbate 80, sodium chloride, sodium citrate, and water for the injection. Okay. So um, that is definitely an option. <laughs> polysorbate 80? Really? I, that's what I said. Um, what's, thinking the same thing? I went, what's interesting is in the, Jacob, in the advertisement, she says, I realized I was just managing my symptoms. And every pharmaceutical website you'll go to about Himera says, so you know, this doesn't cure it. This is just for symptom management. So I don't know why she's saying that she was just managing her symptoms. Maybe she just meant she had a good pattern for going to the bathroom or something because this isn't going to manage your symptoms either. So of course we would never, none of us would ever dream of telling you to use Jacob. You need to get off of me and sit down or go out of this room. One, I, why do they need to like lay on my body? I do not know. Um, but just curious why we wouldn't 
try something that's not going to freaking cause an aggressive lymphoma type that's going to, that is fatal. Um, so just things that you can do to support your healthy body. And if you, if you so happen to support your healthy body to the point that you don't need this, then so be it. So Teresa, I am ready to take notes. If you can just tell us, um, everything that comes to mind that you feel would be um, pertinent to your journey on supporting your healthy <laughs> digestive system <laughs> and immune system. Right. They are related. So I'm not a doctor, so I'm not here to, to treat or prescribe or tell you that any of this is going to cure anything. It's absolutely management. And there is no cure for Crohn's and a lot of autoimmune diseases. The only cure or the only thing is management. So first, you have to remove chemical, physical, and emotional stress from your body. Um, so getting rid of all the toxic toxins in your home and um, physical toxins and even if you have a toxic environment and that you're living in stress um, you can get rid of illness and illness is either one of two things it's either a toxic to a toxicity buildup or a deficiency of some kind so with the immune system being stored in the gut um, we're like 90% bacteria cells and 10% human. And the first thing that's the most important, I think, is probiotics. So Life9 probiotic. And this is 17 billion active cultures and nine strains of probiotic. When I started taking probiotics from Young Living, it was called Life 5 back then. And then this was reformulated a couple years ago to have nine strains instead. But a cool thing that I found out is that it has um, lactobacilla in it, which colonates the top part of the intestines. And then it has bifidobacters in it that colony the lower half of the GI tract. So it's a full spectrum, great probiotic overall for gut bacteria to grow the good bacteria back into your gut. And you can also do things to also add back good bacteria um, by fermented foods like kombucha, kefir, sauerkraut, and the main thing is to avoid sugar because sugar feeds the bad bacteria. So that is step one is to just quit consuming as much as you possibly can sugar. So I switched everything out to honey, which is healing for the gut. So I still got my sweet tooth cured. I just had to rearrange my thinking of how I was going to prepare things. Um, <clears throat> so, that's first, and then there's some oil supplements, some Vitality oils, there's three of them here. My favorite is oregano because of the carbocrawl, which is the constituent in it, so it's really great for 
combating the bad guys. So I like to wake up in the morning and do oregano. Sorry if you can hear the jets going over. I'm like in between Ventress Airfield and Oceana, so they're just constant. I don't know if you can even hear them on here, but they're loud to me. Um, so yeah, oregano. So you can either take it um, in a pill form because it is a hot oil or you can do it in a shot or you can that's basically how you, i mean i w wouldn't suggest just doing it neat in your mouth because it would be like Woo. I'm um, the, i was gonna say i'm looking in the desktop and saying wow 60 to 75 percent carbacrol and oregano Yes, it's really high in antioxidants, so um, the antioxidants are really good because they, if you remember from biology, the electron transport chain, so your body likes to, well, any kind of thing, it likes to grab on to positive electrons are free radicals, and the negative electrons Kind of neutralize that so antioxidants are conducive to making that negative ion situation happen so antioxidants are really good and oregano is really high in antioxidants so then the next oil is digize and you can tell that my dog loves this too because she has chewed the top she got a hold of this because i've used it on her and so she just decided she was going to get into this one. Um, but this is a blend of targon, ginger, juniper, fennel, peppermint, lemongrass, anise, and patchouli. Um, and I'm like all plant nerd, and I have anise and targon. I have ginger root, fennel, peppermint. I have lemongrass in the summertime. I have patchouli. I have all these in my garden. I'm so happy to see them growing and to know that I don't have to go through all the hard work to get the actual plant constituents into the bottle. I can appreciate the plants and just know that Young Living is doing right with the seed to seal and making it easy for me. And then the other one is peppermint and that's really cooling. Um, also another thing to do with digize um, other than just putting it in a shot or taking it in a pill. Um, there's this thing that's all the rage I've been reading online, belly button technique or belly buttoning or buttoning. So at night I have one of these next to my bed and before I go to sleep, I'll just drop this into my belly button and just let it get to all the places that it needs to go. So that's another thing to do with the digize. Um, and then there's the cleansing trio is another thing that's really good, which is essential zymes, ICP, and Comfortone, and I have them here. So Comfortone is a pill, ICP is a powder, and essential zymes, there's many essential zymes. My favorite is essential zymes form. Um, and essential, or enzymes are really good because they break down food and allow you to absorb nutrients. And so one of the things with Crohn's disease is a, um, 
malabsorption issue where you don't absorb the nutrients. So some of the um, signs in the beginning were that I was anemic and then I was vitamin D deficient, just so on and so forth, which means I wasn't absorbing nutrients properly. So I started taking the essential enzymes and basically they're full of, so the suffix to the word um, ACE. So they, they break down like amylase, protease. I'm trying to read. I need some reading glasses here. Um, cellulase, lipase. So like lipase, li um, the A-C-E, the suffix of the word means enzyme. In the beginning, the prefix is what the enzyme is going to break down. So like lipase, lipids are fats. So the lipase is going to break down um, fats. Um, and um, like protease will break down protein, so on and so forth. So that's what essential enzymes do. They help you to break down complex molecules and be able to absorb them and absorb the nutrition from the food that you're eating. So then um, ICP is a powder that basically bulks your stool up and it allows you to cleanse out the waste product. And there's a whole protocol that is in this lovely book that will tell you about the cleansing trio if you wanna know the exact protocol. And then um, Comfort Tone moves the bowels it supports peristalsis, which is the little wave-like motion of your intestines that naturally is supposed to kind of wave and move things through. And my battery's dying, that's no good. Um, so anyway, smooth muscle in the intestines and also in the uterus. So if you are pregnant or at least not in the third trimester, you wouldn't want to take Comfortone because it has something called cascara in it, which causes that smooth muscle peristalsis. So if you were to do that, it's great for the intestines, but if you were pregnant, you wouldn't want to cause that smooth muscle in the uterus to start contracting. I mean, if you were overdue, you might. <laughs> yeah, if you wanted it to happen, then you could. Um, so then there's Gary Young's made this protocol um, for like two week intervals. Like you wouldn't want to go on it long term. Um, and then Young Living makes a lot of great tinctures. A lot of um, you might not the least known one is Rahimogen, but that's the best I think. It also has cascara in it and clover, polk root, prickly ash burdock root, essential oils, and royal jelly, which is a bee product. Um, that's one of the tinctures, and they come in like a little squeezy glass container, and you just take them. Or um, mineral essence is another good one, and I've read a lot about putting it in the bathtub, and you can absorb the minerals through your skin instead of taking it and then this one this must be my 20th bottle of this stuff this is kb which stands for kidney and bladder this was like one of the first things i just started drinking 
it has all the bladder support herbs tinctured into this so this is a really good one how do you i've never had KNB, so how do you take that one this one is not as bad as um Rahimogen, which is like black. Um, you can take it in Ningxia. It's kind of salty and poison flavored. <laughs> That's the best way I can describe it. <laughs> um, but when you know that it's medicine, you just kind of suck it up and do it. So under your tongue is the best because um, homeopathy, anything that you put under your tongue, it gets right into your bloodstream so directly under the tongue or in a shot of Ningxia anything in a shot of Ningxia is like amazing I have Ningxia here too because this is another great antioxidant and it helps the medicine go down <laughs> a shot full of Ningxia helps the medicine go down <laughs> um, and then another thing that's really great is alkaline and these are little packets and pro tip use a tall glass and only put a little bit of water because the first time I did it, I like overflowed bubbles. This reminds me of Alka-Seltzer kind of, and it just kind of takes the pH of your stomach and neutralizes it. So if you have upset stomach, this is great at neutralizing the pH and calming an upset stomach. And it's lemon, lime, and salt. Lots of mineral salts in here. And it tastes like um, like a fresca soda at the beach that had a wave splash into it. <laughs> That's the best way I can describe it. It's lemony lime salt flavored. So it's not the greatest, but you know, you just have to do things sometimes. To I love al alkaline in like a sparkling LaCroix or whatever. I don't know why, but it's so good. I, I must be that I need it because I crave it. Like I really love it. <laughs> oh, and you don't find all the salt. The first time I drank it, I thought it was terrible, but I was drinking it in like eight ounces of tepid water. Um, but now I put it in ice cold sparkling water and I just cannot drink that thing fast enough. All right, what else do I have here? Um, something else that's really important. All these super, anything that says super in the word, take that. It makes you super. Super C, super cow, super B. But my main important one is super cow. This one, I take it at night, and I also take the probiotic at night. Because when your body is in rest and digest state, and you're not busy and going, you know, fight or flight, and constantly your body's working to live through the day when you're in the rest and digest phase you can absorb things a lot better and this has magnesium which is good for sleep it has k2 which helps to absorb the calcium it has um sea minerals that are sourced from iceland and it's a great calcium vitamin d supplement and i have the blood work to prove that my vitamin D is leveled out. I take like two or three of these at night. Depending on the, sometimes I just take one. If I'm on like a good spell and I'm feeling great, I just take one for maintenance. 
We need to get Washington State on that. Did you say Super Cal? Yes, Super Cal. There is not a person in this state that is not vitamin D deficient. Because of the lack of sunshine? <laughs> yeah. Well, plus when it's sunny out, they'll be seen going outside. Yeah, as soon as my tan started fading, I started feeling like that's when I upped it to like two or three. I feel the same. I have never been this white in my life. What? I've never been this white in my life. Oh, yeah. Me too. Like, it's like the summer, the farther away it gets, the sadder you get. <laughs> Seasonal affective disorder. All right. So I don't take super C and super B every day. I kind of just stand in front of my nutritionals and I just look, what do I feel like? So if I'm starting to get sick, I'll take the C. If I'm starting to feel tired and sluggish, I'll take the B. Um, something else I love is sulfurzyme. So this has MSM in it, methyl sul methyl sulfonyl methylene. That's my attempt at saying it. <laughs> this is really great at um, building stronger connective tissue, which is huge for regrowing the mucosal lining of the digestive tract. Um, a really cool fact, I was doing research, um, epithelial cells, which are in your skin, and they're the cells that line your digestive tract, you shed them and you get new epithelial cells about every 30 days. So this was like so key in my healing journey where it finally clicked. Okay, so if I can regrow epithelial cells every 30 days, then I can regrow my digestive tract. And that was just the turning point for me. I was like, I can do this. And it's hard because there's like so many little factors. It's not just... Um, all these young living supplements and you're going to be fine. Like it was clean water. So I drink reverse osmosis water and then I add minerals back to it. Um, like a little dash of Himalayan pink salt has like 80 some minerals and you don't even taste the saltiness of the, of it in the reverse osmosis water, but reverse osmosis takes everything out basically and strips it. It takes the antibiotic residue it takes out minerals and toxins. So that was key is drinking good water and then looking at your dental aspects. So I had a lot of mercury amalgam fillings from when I was pregnant with my daughter. I was 17 and I had a bad diet and I got pregnant and I got like 12 cavities while I was pregnant. So back then, she was 25, so they just I had a whole metal mouth of all this mercury amalgam. So I found Dr. Dean Kent in Virginia Beach and he started removing them and replacing them with like an enamel. And he told me to get chlorella, which is something that I got. Um, chlorella binds the metals and helps to remove them out of the body. And also so does activated charcoal. I take that a lot. Um, not every day, but most days I take either chlorella or activated charcoal just as maintenance, just to 
anything that might have accumulated in my bloodstream just to get it out and get rid of it. Um, and eating good food, mostly plants, pastured meats, and if your great-grandparents didn't recognize it as food, then you shouldn't be eating it. Um, exercise, sweating, um, life is movement. I recently got a yoga trapeze and have it hanging out on the bank and I, I swing and do all kinds of fun little inverted upside down things. That's really fun. Um, laughter, good sleep, sunlight, grounding. When you connect with the earth, the same thing with the, um, the ion exchange. When you put place your feet on the earth, you get a negative ion exchange um, through the electron transport chain, which creates antioxidants. So by putting your bare feet on the ground, you can get more antioxidants. And fasting, um, I like to do intermittent fasting sometimes, a couple days a week, where after dinner, I won't eat again until lunchtime the next day. And just wake up and do my supplements and drink water until whenever I break down and eat something. And I make tons of soups. That's like what I live on. Bone broth and lots of root vegetable soups. Getting rid of sugar, getting rid of dairy was hard, but thank goodness Becky has goats and yummy cheeses. And <laughs> that helps. And getting GMOs out, anything that's genetically modified is really terrible for you. The genetic makeup of your body and especially your digestive system because GMO crops are treated with glyphosate, which is Roundup, or basically, I'm gonna plug my phone in so I don't die, so I can keep talking to you guys, because it's warned me twice. Um, don't die. Funny story about glyphosate. My dad has Crohn's disease. It's hereditary. He was in Vietnam, and he tells stories of the empty barrels when they were done with the um spraying the glyphosate and had all these empty barrels laying around there was no warm running water so these soldiers would take these empty barrels and put them on the roof of the building to fill with rainwater and that's what they showered so basically he they called it agent orange back then um wrecked his microbiome and then in turn made me with this predisposed which is epigenetics and i am i feel like i'm a gene hacker i'm trying to not turn on that gene to cause the problems that i've had but any crop that's soy wheat or corn and even if it's not genetically modified wheat if it's not organic it's been sprayed with glyphosate because that's the way they dry the crop out so that's a really scary thing to think about. Like every kid in America is hyping up on cereal every morning, wrecking their microbiome. And these they're patented as antibiotics. Yes, and the company that made it was Monsanto, but now they're owned by Bayer, who is a big 
problem. <laughs> yeah, can we just or, start the Nazis? It's been, there's been a long standing tradition in that company of disregarding the sanctity of life. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I learned this thing today about glyphosate that they used to use it to clean industrial boilers and stuff, and it would grab the minerals and then like strip the buildup and stuff from the pipes. If it's grabbing those minerals, what is it doing in our bodies and over our foods? And yet we are all so mineral deficient and people don't even realize it because they're saying, oh, well, feeling that way is normal. No, it's not normal. It's not normal to feel horrible. If we had these minerals in our bodies, we wouldn't feel as bad. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's heartbreaking to think of, and it's like the only way to make change is just to share the story, and there's so many people who just really don't know the story of our generation since the Industrial Revolution. It's just really saddening to me to do research and think about it, and I love to look into things and do research. There's a really cool study. Um, I have to go back over here and read my notes. What did I write? It's called the Pottinger's Cat Study. Look that up sometime. It's about enzymes. If you never believed in enzymes before, if you look into this study, you will. It's this Pottinger guy. He had these two groups of cats. And he kept them outdoors and he built two different buildings for them, identical. They had a ground floor and he fed one of them all raw food. So raw milk, raw meat, raw fish, whatever he came up with, it was all raw, full enzymes intact. And then the other house full of cats got the same exact diet, but cooked in there. So there was no enzymes in the diet. And those cats, by like the second, third, fourth generation, they were just really bad off from not having enzymes. And um, after the study was over, like they were talking about the, the area where the study was done. And the house that had the cats that had the good diet was like all this biodiverse soil and all these good weeds and micro biota in the soil in the other house where the cats had soiled the ground for so long was just barren dirt. So that was a cool study to look up. And also the one I mentioned last week about the swine that were fed oregano and then a group that weren't fed oregano that didn't need any antibiotics. They just had a healthy diet from eating the oregano. It was mixed into their food. But Gary Young said that enzymes are the most important thing you'll ever put in your mouth. He believed it was the, like if you can only pick one supplement, that was the one. Yeah. And then um, something else that I think is really cool to consider uh, about the immune system. Like the body has a few responses to something going away in the immune system, it creates fever. And I was reading a study that says for every one degree increase in temperature, your immune system doubles. 
so we always get a fever and we're like trying to get it down immediately and like having a fit like as long as it's like within a certain range it's a really healthy sign that your body's doing what it's supposed to do and then the second line of defense is creating mucus so we have a histamine response when i was in like really active flares it would be so bad that i could barely even breathe from the histamine response um, but again then we just take antihistamines we're just constantly fighting our immune system like there's times when i did take antihistamine just so that i could sleep and breathe when i was really bad off but most times for most people you can try to make it through and just let your body flush the toxins that it's trying to flush and then its third line of defense is inflammation and if i would have known all this back then before i was ever diagnosed with crohn's the inflammation was rampant and i just didn't pay attention like there were days when i couldn't wear my rings it wouldn't come off i would just be red inflamed mess i used to have rosacea i still have rosy cheeks really pretty rosy but they used to actually break open and have sores from inflammation. Um, and my hair would fall out, my nails were brittle, and I attribute that to building the collagen back, or the connective tissue back. Um, That's the sulfurzyme, was that capsules it looked like? It's capsules, but I have powder in the red drink. I do both red drink and the capsules can you say what the red drink is real quick just for anyone so the red drink is um ningxia red sulfurzyme powder and lime essential oil and you can just put um it's like two tablespoons of ningxia in the bottom I, I take an empty one and just fill it like just cover the bottom with ningxia red put two or three drops of lime uh, a teaspoon of sulfurzyme because it has a natural sweetener in it. The first time I was like, oh, I need this MSM. So I put a bunch and I was like, oh, the sweetener made it so overwhelming. So you really can just use one teaspoon um, and then fill it with good water. That's what the red drink is. Um, and some of the books that I really love, of course, this the desk reference that has really specific Crohn's protocol in it, like step-by-step. Step. And then this well-loved book that's falling apart, it's called Listen to Your Gut by Jeannie Patel-Thompson. And she is a doctor and her parents were physicians also, but she healed herself. And this, she talks about a remission diet and it's really, really unbelievable. Unbelievable. She's on YouTube. She has a lot of channels. It's called Listen to Your Gut by Jeannie Patel Thompson. Um, and it came with workbooks. Um, she has a website. You can call and get advice and help. Um, lots of protocols. And that's where I learned to take oregano. And she also talks about taking olive leaf oil, which Young Living just came out with. Olive essentials. It's like when, you, when you're going out there researching things and you're finding all these 
protocols, if you just look at what's in these Young Living supplements, it's already done. It's like magic. Literally every time. Yeah. Something comes out that's like the new mind-blowing herb used by Native Americans with so many benefits, and I just type it into the quick order and see how many supplements pull up that already have it in it. Um, and then what else do I have? So I have the emotional freedom technique. So this, in the beginning, I was like, I'm doing all of the diet things. I'm doing all of the stuff. Initially, um, the fistula spontaneously closed. That problem was solved. But then I would still have little bouts of flare-ups. And so then I started looking into, because it's chemical, physical, or emotional. So I got rid of all the chemicals. I physically changed my environment. I did everything I could think of around the house. And there's a checklist in this listen to your gut book of going around the house, finding all the little possible toxins. And then I rusted into the emotional side of it because I wasn't staying in remission. Like it was a, a long journey of getting completely out of the weeds with Crohn's. So aroma freedom technique, which is by Dr. Benjamin Perkis. And it's a whole protocol where basically you think of a memory, you give yourself a mantra, something to say to change the, um, and you breathe these different oils. And I've done it with people and I've done it on my own. And I have like the mini book that you can just do on your own. And this was really good, releasing emotional patterns with essential oils. So I would like look up bladder, um, stomach and you know do all the little things and it's really hard to figure out but it's a great resource like to read it cover to cover is a hard thing to do but if you want to just look certain things up it's great for that and then something that really opened my mind completely was reading this it starts with food this is from um, the makers of the whole 30 diet um, Dallas Hartwig, but this is where it first dawned on me that your digestive system is like the outside of your body. From your mouth to your anus is closed. It's supposed to be completely just like the outside of your body. There's not supposed to be any leaking guts or any, you know, like it just, it resonated with me because everything I was reading about Crohn's at the time is it affects you from mouth to anus. It's this and that. This really just drove it home. Like everything that you're putting in your mouth is becoming who you are. It's growing your new cells. This is an old, old version, but nutritional healing. Can you, can you, the, when you talked about the, your gut being like the outside of your body, I know you told us a little bit about that last Tuesday, but could you go over that real brief one time right now so that anybody watching this gets to hear? Because that was really eye-opening when you said that. Yeah. So you're supposed to have really tight junctions um, in between all your cells. There's not supposed to be any spaces or permeability, but you eat things that kill off the microvilla, which are like the little hairs that create the peristalsis. So a glyphosate is one of the things that kill off those microvilla. And then you start getting loose junctions and you start getting leaky 
gut and it can happen anywhere in the digestive tract. So just like the outside of your body, your skin is holding your whole body together and holding it into one piece. Even though your digestive system is inside of you, it's kind of like the outside of you because it's not supposed to be open in any way, shape or form. Just like if your skin is open, then it's not good because you're getting pathogens into your body. So it's just the same. And that's why the epithelial of your skin and your digestive tract are all the same cell matrix designed to protect you from the outside world. So basically the inside of your body is the outside. <laughs> it could possibly have really dangerous effects if you have leaking gut. And it was really, really hard thing to go to the doctor and they'd be like, if you don't take these immunosuppressants, you're never gonna heal your fistula. And I just knew in the back of my mind, I don't, I think just my believing was like half the battle. I really believed so hard that I was gonna heal myself that I really just didn't listen to them. And there were some days where I was like, about broke down, like, should I do it? Should I not? And I just kept pushing forward every day, every day, every day. And it just kept getting better and better. And then I'd have setbacks. They call that like a Herxheimer response when you like go back into um, like a problem. And it used to be where I would lay flat on my stomach and suck my stomach in. I could see this little lump on the right side. And if I touched it, it was like tender, hard scar tissue area. So I started doing castor oil packs and using oils with the castor oil, like Melissa and lemongrass is really good for scar tissue. And I would put that and then, so a castor oil pack is basically a flannel um, cotton piece of fabric that you soak, I used to get a mason jar and just pour the castor oil, which I would get at the Heritage, but you can get organic castor oil online. And then you put that rag over your stomach and then you put plastic wrap and then you put like a towel and then you put a heating pad. And that is such a good detoxer. It detoxes the liver, the blood, the lymph. It just causes the toxins to release from the tissue and it helps to break scar tissue. So not only did I have the scar tissue that I was trying to battle in my gut, I also have um, fibroids in my breast. So I thought, well, if I'm breaking scar tissue, I might as well do this too. And I've gotten those to where like, I can barely find them anymore. They used to be like hard lumps. Um, so castor oil packs are amazing. Um, and then let me go back over here. So the next thing was this nutritional healing book. This is like a, basically like an EOPR, but it's a food. The pot, it's like the, not EOPR, but like the desk reference. It's set up like an encyclopedia. You look up your ailment and it tells you what foods to eat, what foods to avoid, what supplements to take. And all the Young Living supplements 
have ingredients that are listed and all the things that you're supposed to be doing. And then one more, the green pharmacy. This is all herbs, medicinal herbs, and it's set up the same. You look up your ailment, you find a list of herbs, or you can look up the herb and it'll tell you what it's good for. So that's my story. And then I became a master gardener. So now I'm growing everything <laughs> and tincturing things and growing things. And it's a whole wonderful wild world out there and we have to claim it for ourselves. Believe we can heal and join together and share our stories and build each other up. So amazing, Teresa. Thank you for asking story. me to share. For the first time, I've like told the whole story all in one sitting. <laughs> and I could go on all for, there's so, like basically every oil and every supplement is good for, because the digestive system is everything. It's your immune system. It's your nervous system. It's like the precursor to you. It's everything that goes into your body, that makes your body, that makes your cells function and your nerves fire and your everything begins with digestion and ironically it's what is all of those systems are what are completely destroyed by a lot of the drugs that are um, recommended for Crohn's just scary to think about yes um, I have a couple books too. I'll show you guys real quick um, before we finish up this amazing call. Um, actually, a completely different stack than you had, Teresa. So you can tell me if you have any of these ones already, Teresa, or if you uh, read any of these also. Of course, the desk reference is always where I begin. Have your favorite um, desk reference. Mom said her prescription for nutritional healing is second edition 1997. That's the book she got me when I got married. That was one of my wedding presents from her. Um, What's it called? The prescription for nutritional healing that you had. Oh yeah, that one. That one's good. Um, the Miracle of MSM is a fantastic book if anybody wants to learn more about methane, which is the sulfurzyme that Teresa was talking about for uh, supporting a healthy mucosal lining, for supporting your, especially like she was saying, if you've had Crohn's and you're like, you've been nutrient deficient for so long, probably your hair, your skin and your nails and your bones are in bad shape. So uh, learning about the miracle of MSM is an awesome book. Uh, in defense of food, I would say this, or I also like the one that you mentioned, Teresa, by Dallas Hartwig and Melissa, um, but learning about food or the Gary Tobes book, Why We Get Fat, anything that helps to begin to lift the veil that so many of us lived under for forever about food. The Good Gut by Justin Sonnenberg is an awesome book. Um, taking Control of Your Weight, Your Mood, and Your Long-Term Health with a family-friendly seven-day menu. <laughs> so this is another fun one if you want to learn about the mechanics of your gut. The Supplements Desk Reference by Jen O'Sullivan. She, this is just about the Young Living Supplement. So she takes every supplement and gives you a bunch of, 
bunch of more information than you'll get in the desk reference even. So like I, ingredients, which is of course in the desk reference, she tells you if you should not take it if you're pregnant, if you take it with food, what time you're supposed to take it, if it's gluten-free, if it's a refrigerated one, if it's um, has bee products or gluten or gelatin, um, if it has caffeine, stevia, I'm just looking at the top to see what it says, if there's essential oils in it or not, if it has fish, if it has coumadin, um, just helpful little things that people want to know. And she has some of the the sleek oil yeah the sleek oils in here so this is a handy one if you want to if you've got that book like Teresa's talking about and you're looking up herbs and you want to learn more about the supplement and then of course this probably will apply to every protocol we ever talk about the dirty genes book because uh, like Teresa was talking about epigenetics and understanding how to not turn on not trigger um some of the genes that were passed on to her so um, Teresa, do you have the good gut? Do you have this book by any chance? Awesome. I'm mailing you one. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. A huge thank you for being one of the profound fellow learners in this group, always seeking uh, to further your knowledge, but also seeking to share what you learn with other people, which is so amazing. Wow. Good job. <laughs> Lego man over here. Um, so we're so grateful to you, Teresa, for sharing all of that story uh, with all of us. So this was an amazing call. Did anybody have any questions they wanted to get on the recording before I stop the recording? Mom said it was so much great information. Yes, it was. I was writing feverishly. <laughs> but fevers are good for my immune system. So. <laughs> <laughs>